0-1 to Jack Dunn. Rhyming not intended. Cougars with an 11-2 lead in the top of the seventh. Yeah, Easton, Easton looks really good right now. He's throwing the ball wherever he wants it. Easton looking into catcher Noah Hill. Gets the pitch, and it's on its way. Ground ball to Jackson Clough. Gloves it over to Keaton Kringlin, who had to reach a little bit, but was able to keep his foot on the bag, and that's one away here in the top of the seventh. Great backhand play by Jack, Jack Clough right there. I haven't seen Jackson Clough play a lot of second base. When I back his back in his freshman year, he was uh, played a lot of third. Played mostly third, and he was really good over there. But he just moved over to the right side of the infield, really naturally. Looks good over there. I think that's one of the things that Coach Littlewood is really excited about: the fact that this team can be interchangeable and a lot of flexible pieces that can play multiple positions, and that's obviously gives you the opportunity to have a lot of weapons. Yeah. Fly ball into right field is caught by Brock Hale. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got Keaton that can play multiple positions. Noah, you're, he's a catcher, but he also plays middle infield. You got all sorts of interchangeable parts. You can move guys all over the infield. You got pitchers that can hit. You got hitters that can pitch. So having that kind of flexibility, being able to do a bunch of different three things makes it easier to strategize what's going on. That fly out was from number six, Sean Gusenberg, called into pinch hit for Charlie Maxwell. Easton Walker now facing the second baseman, number four, Alex Arrow, a junior from Miami, Florida. Already two outs in the top of the inning. Easton Walker looking really good, and he's ahead in the count, 0-1. That ball popped into center field. Jelilich has a beat on it. Makes the catch. Easy peasy. One, two, three. We head to the bottom of the seventh. Cougars with an 11-2 lead on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Goosenberg now at third base for Northwestern. Parker Hanks out for his second inning of work. And he's quickly behind as he or excuse me, quickly ahead as he throws a strike to Mitch McIntyre. Mitch able to hold off on the swing, even in the count, one ball and one strike. Jason Shepard and Mason Marshall on the broadcast here on BYU Radio as well as Facebook Live on BYUcougars.com. McIntyre gets a piece of it, fouls it off home plate, one ball and two strikes. Yeah, I didn't mention it last inning. Uh, Parker Hanks... Uh, had the first clean inning uh, for Northwestern today. First one, two, three inning that they that they had. He really got himself in a nice groove. He was impressive. The one, two pitch outside, evening the count at two balls and two strikes. Amps that one up a little bit at 85. I think he might be better at 82, 83 and let that ball move. We're in the bottom of the seventh. BYU with a nine-run lead at 11 to two. Pitch from Hanks is outside, and the count is now full to the BYU-designated hitter, Mitch McIntyre. 3-2 pitch, swing and a foul ball. McIntyre stays alive. Yeah, I think that might that might have been a ball. He threw that two-seam fastball. I think that would have run in on 
run in off the plate, but it's hard to tell really because it starts right on the inner half and with two strikes you got to protect. Brock Hale on deck. The 3-2 pitch to McIntyre. Inside corner, called strike three. Great pitch right there, just kind of paints him on the inside half. It's one away in the bottom of the seventh. As we mentioned, Brock Hale making his way into the batter's box. First pitch he sees is a swing and a foul ball. Owen won the count. There's Brock. See fastball, hit fastball. Hanks is the third pitcher of record for Northwestern. Ryan Bader was the starter, followed by Mike Doherty in relief. And now Parker Hanks, 6'1", 170, a left-handed freshman from Ozark, Missouri. 1-1 one, one count to Brock Hale. Brock turns on that. That ball is going to be just foul. Is Parker Hanks your your neighbor in Missouri? He's not my neighbor. Are you sure? how I live in Utah, but was he? Your, is he your parents' neighbor? He, he's, he's not, but he's about a, about an hour and a half, two hours away from where my dad lives and where I was originally oh, from. Okay, okay. One-two count to Brock. Brock swings through it. Strike three. Tags him out. And that's now two away here in the bottom of the seventh. Just dumps, uh, dumps in the changeup right there and fools Brock. Just yo-yos it in there. With his it's name, pitch. with Parker Hanks, obviously with the last name, immediately I wondered if he was related at all to Tom Hanks. Did oh. not see anything in the bio that said they were related. I think there's, yeah, he's 100% related to him. May have to get on Ancestry.com and find out if there's some sort of connection there. No, he 100% is related to Tom Hanks. Absolutely. Again, you're just making things up. I'm not. 0-1, the Jackson Clough swings through strike two. That curveball, just it's just that slow, soft lefty that just comes in after seeing heat, and it's it's tough to tough to adjust to. Pitch in the dirt gets past the catcher Jack Anderson. One ball and two strikes to Clough. Keaton Kringlin on deck, who you have nicknamed. The vacuum. The yeah, vacuum. That's him. Called strike three, and that'll retire the Cougars in the bottom of the seventh. We head to the top of the eighth in Mesa, Arizona at Sloan Park. Cougars with an 11-2 lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Easton Walker's night is done. Great outing for Easton. He gives way to number 45, Ben Weiss, from Mountain Crest High School up in northern Utah. Left-handed pitcher, 6'1", 180. I have determined that he is a Brennan Anderson lookalike. Yeah, I think they're cousins. Probably not. Yeah, they're not. But, you know, they could be. Distantly related, who knows? BYU leading 11 to 2 in the top of the eighth. Weiss making his first appearance for the Cougars. He's facing first baseman number 24, Willie Bourbon. Weiss's first pitch is inside for ball one. 
Yeah, Ben Ben Weiss, uh, junior college transfer from Salt Lake Community College. Really good pitcher at Salt Lake. I had the pleasure of coaching him last year there. You've got some insight on him. Nice pitch, swing and a miss by Bourbon. Count even at one ball and one strike. Yeah, you know, he's got some good stuff. He can thumb in the curveball for a strike kind of whenever he wants. Um, but, yeah, handsome kid. Ladies love him. A 1-1 pitch inside for ball two. Jack Anderson, the catcher on deck for Northwestern. They've got a lot of work to do, down nine runs. Only scored two runs on three hits. The 2-1 pitch is low for ball three. It's now 3-1 three and one to Willie Bourbon. Mentioned two runs on three hits for Northwestern. Cougars' bats have been hot. 11 runs on 12 hits. Scored two in the bottom of the first, three in the bottom of the third, and six in the bottom of the fourth. Bourbon flies out to left field. Jaron Hall able to make the catch, and that's one away here in the top of the eighth. Nice job by Weiss there. Good swing by Bourbon there. Just kind of missed it a little bit, but uh, not too shabby. All you're really kind of trying to do here with this nine-run lead is just, hey, throw strikes. Let's get outs and let them hit the ball. Ball's not going to fly too much here. Weiss, first pitch to Anderson is called a strike. Good job getting ahead with first pitch strike there. Kind of in a groove right now. Weiss looks good. Michael Troutwine on deck for the Wildcats. One away here in the top of the eighth. Time called. Jack Anderson wanted time. It is granted. Steps back into the batter's box. And now Weiss steps off the mound. Kicks the dirt. And The 0-1 pitch, Anderson, ground ball Should be a to Matthews, play. glove to first, and an out. That's now two in the top of the eighth. BYU looking really good in this third game, looking to win the series over Northwestern. Yeah, now you know what I've been really impressed with so far with this BYU baseball team is the how solid the bullpen has looked. Bullpen has performed admirably in this opening series against Northwestern, for sure. Starting pitching has done well, but uh, bullpen comes in in these jams and just gets out of everything. Weiss's first pitch to Troutwine. Not that this is a jam. Or excuse I mean, me, Casey O'Laughlin. Yeah, not oh. that this is a jam. Uh, Walker and Weiss have really gotten into a groove. I think that's the eighth straight out. 1-0 pitch to O'Laughlin. Takes ball two. O'Laughlin wears number 33. Sophomore playing right field tonight. He's ahead in the count. Two balls and no strikes. Weiss's pitch in the dirt. Just spikes now it. I think went about 40 feet. Saving and throw 160. Get a nice... Two strikes in there and get a nice fly out. Three balls, no strikes. Two O'Laughlin. The pitch from Weiss. 
Taken for strike one, and I'm not sure O'Loughlin agreed with that. Looked like he was ready to drop the bat and make his way to first base. Yeah, I thought it might be a little bit high, but, yeah, you know, stay in there and hit it. Looks like we're sh playing him kind of shaded to the right. The 3-1 pitch. Swing and a foul. Weiss has worked the count full. Now 3-2 and two to Casey O'Loughlin. Impressive you can show the adjustment like that. Go 3-0 and then find it mechanically and get back into the zone. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Tommy D'Elise, the new pitcher for Northwestern, taking over from Parker Hanks, who looked really good in his innings for the Wildcats. He was certainly behind with a nine-run lead as BYU leads 11-2 in the bottom of the eighth. D'Elise is a right-handed freshman, 6'1", 190 from Lubbock, Texas. First batter he will face is Keaton Kringlin. BYU Baseball brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. First pitch to Keaton is called strike one. Hey, he's got that big slurve, that, that big breaking slurve, nice and slow. 0-1 pitch. Inside, ball one. Throws it again. Remember last time Keaton saw that pitch, he drove it hard right up the middle for a base hit and two RBI? Something like that. 1-1 one, one pitch, high. Now 2-1. and one. Nice plate discipline there by Keaton Kringlin. D'Elise, 2-1 pitch. Low and outside, now 3-1. and one. Elise looks like he's struggling with some command right now. Yeah, he's got a three and one right now. Expect the fastball. That pitch high and outside, and he walks Keaton Kringlin. Yeah, the fastball just misses high. Not Puts what Keaton on base. Not what head coach Spencer Allen was looking for when he made the pitching change, especially with a nine-run deficit. If you're Northwestern. Yeah, no. At this point, down nine in the nine in the eighth, you're kind of just trying to get through it. Um, Hopefully you can come in if you can score some runs, but if you can just get a guy in there, throw some strikes, and regroup for Monday. DJ McNew, one of the heroes of today's game, in the batter's box. Swings at the first pitch, fouls it straight back. Strike one. Takes a hearty hack there. Um, if you had to guess what DJ McNew is going to do this, this at bat, probably a line drive through the center fielder's body that just hits the fence. I don't know. Something outrageous. Wow. That's uh, that's interesting if that were to happen. Yeah. You've called your shot, though, just in case. Yeah, it's going to happen. You it's going to happen. 0-1 pitch. Line drive will fall in front of Michael Troutwine in left field, and that's another hit for DJ McNew, Keaton Kringlin advancing up to second base. BYU now with runners on first and second, and nobody out in the bottom of the eighth, leading 11-2. to two. Ah, So weird that he got another hit. <laughs> he you has just, certainly made the most of just, his first game as a yeah, BYU Cougar. You just, you, just can't, you just couldn't see that coming. Just, great day at the ball field, the unexpected always happening. Cougar hitters seem to be seeing Tommy D'Elise's pitches quite well. Yeah, it's not only being able to put a barrel on the ball, but it's also seeing and recognizing when a ball is 
when a pitch is going to be a ball and not swinging at it like Keaton Krillian had in his at-bat. And then DJ McNew takes a pitch and then drives a line drive into left. Jaron Hall, the batter, BYU left fielder. If I'm Jaron Hall, I'm taking a monster hack trying to leave the yard because why not? The 0-1 pitch on its way down in the dirt. And Anderson had a hard time finding it. Both runners at first and second stay put. Count now 1-1 one and one to the BYU left fielder and quarterback of the BYU football team, as we mentioned, with Zach Wilson having surgery and rehabbing during spring. Expect uh, Jaron Hall to get quite a few reps for the football Cougars. 1-1 one, one pitch, little jam shot that drops right in front of second base. Hall, who can run? Not able to beat that one out. Nice job by the second baseman, Alex Arrow, to make the throw over to Bourbon for the first, or excuse me, the second out of the inning. Yeah, just gets him with the fastball in on the hands. Uh, it was hit slow enough that I thought maybe it had a chance, but unfortunately just right at the bag. Second baseman makes a play, steps on it, and throws him out. Getting the uh, double play there. Stepping on the bag for the first out. And then getting Hall at first for out number two. Elise. Good. First pitch to Noah Hill is a strike, and what started out as pretty questionable inning for Elise may be able to get out of this without any more runs scoring. Hey, this is where this is where you show what you're made of as a pitcher. You one can pitch in the dirt, one ball and one strike. Yeah, you can kind of luckily get out of a jam with zero and uh, one out, and then you get two outs, and then you kind of lose focus a little bit and guys kind of get hits and runs score. So we'll see what happens here with Noah at the plate. 2-1 pitch to Noah Hill on its way. Strike two on the outside corner. BYU with a healthy nine-run lead in the bottom of the eighth, 11-2 on 13 hits. Two outs with a runner on third, Noah Hill at the plate. Behind in the count, one ball and two strikes. The pitch from Tommy Dialise. There it is. Swing and a miss for strike three, and that'll end the bottom of the eighth. We head to the top of the ninth. Cougars looking to close this one out and win the series over Northwestern. We head to the top of the ninth inning with BYU leading 11-2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Austin Deming in to close this one out for the BYU Cougars. Was the designated hitter in game number one of our doubleheader today and now on the mound for game number two. The guy can do it all. Jason Shepard and Mason Marshall with you. Hope, hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. BYU with an 11-2 lead, looking to close things out here and win the series 2-1 over Northwestern. Don't forget, Cougars with the day off tomorrow, obviously, for Sunday. And then back at it Monday is they will take on the Cal Bears over in Tempe, over at Tempe Diablo Stadium, home of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. We've been here the last two days at Sloan Park in Mesa, the spring training home of the Cubs. Great facility. If BYU can hang on to this nine-run lead, it'll be a great series and nice way to begin the year with a series win. First pitch from Austin is outside for ball one. Yeah, it'll be nice if Austin can uh, close this out and end Northwestern's uh, win streak of one. 
Nice pitch on the outside corner there. 1-0 pitch called strike two. Facing Ben Dickey, the center fielder. Dimming's 1-1 pitch is fouled back. I like the fact that Austin's working pretty quickly, too. Yeah. Kind of wasting no time. Yeah, and that's what you like to see out of a pitcher, especially a relief pitcher. It's like, you know, don't waste your time up there. Go, go out there, throw the ball over the plate, and let's be done. The 1-2 pitch to Dickey. That ball hit down the right field line, and it will go out of play and into the stands. One ball and two strikes, still the count. Nice slider there, just kind of hung up in the zone. If he can get that down and bury it a little bit, probably have a strike out there. Anthony Calarco on deck. Dimming's 1-2 pitch. Go get it. Lined into center field. Jelilich playing it perfectly for out number one in the top of the ninth. The Cougars two outs away from winning the series. Two games to one. Anthony Calarco from Wilmette, Illinois, the freshman, 6'3", 215. Two walks and a flight out to center field. Deming's pitch taken for strike one right down the middle. 89 miles per hour on that pitch. Yeah, just big athletic body up there, just hucking it in there. 89, nice and firm, painting the corners. One out, Dimming's 0-1 pitch outside for ball one. Hits 90 there, though, with a little bit of arm side sink. Michael Troutwine on deck. One-one pitch from Dimming. Ooh. Inside and almost hit Calarco. That ball ricocheted and may have hit the home plate umpire. Yeah, I think that's square the umpire right They're, they're going to the, say it hit right him. in the shoulder. That hit everybody. Because Calarco is taking his base. You're right. That may have ricocheted off Calarco, hit Noah Hill, and bounced and hit the home plate umpire as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that hit everybody in that general area. So, you know, nobody coming out of that unscathed. Mike, Michael Troutwine. In left field, makes his way to the batter's box. His team down 11-2. to two. There's one out in the top of the ninth. Runner on after the hit by pitch. That run runner is Calarco. First pitch to Troutwine is low and in the dirt for ball one. Cougars winning game one. Northwestern winning game two. BYU Certainly in good shape right now to win game three. 1-0 pitch. Ground ball foul. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. With one out in the top of the ninth. And, you know, Deming here just kind of going, hey, you know, I'm just going to throw a bunch of fastballs in here and see what you can do. Not a ton of off speed here. Just mostly just fastball, fastball, fastball. And can't do much with it. Troutwine, the freshman from Jones, Johns Creek, Georgia. Waiting the 1-1 pitch. Holds off. It's called ball two. Pitch looked pretty good to me. It must have been a little bit high, though. It looked like it was high. Top of the order. Up next. If this inning continues. 2-1 pitch from Austin Deming. Ground ball. Hold this could end it. Clough. 
gloves over to second base, over to first, and the Cougars win this one, ending the game on a double play. BYU wins game three and wins the series 11-2 your final from Mesa. Great job by the BYU Cougars opening up the season with an opening series victory. Yeah, huge. Uh, starting off the season with a series win, well, opening the series win, uh, that's all you can really ask for. I mean, obviously you want to get a sweep, but just winning that first series is huge. Getting in, getting used to what winning a series feels like because you want to win the conference, you got to win every series. Final score, 11-2. We'll come back. We'll have some post-game for you coming up on the other side. Cougars win 11-2 in Mesa, Arizona over Northwestern. You've been listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.